3: Oh, we're <laughs> going you.
1: international now. I love it. International man of mystery.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, the rumor is around town about you. But hey, Betty's. Hi, Betty. Speaking of Betty's, you know, I would say that for years and years and years, I've been a Taylor Swift's number one oh. fake fan.
1: Fake fan. Yes,
3: I love Taylor Swift. I'd put on armor and go into battle for her. Me but too. if you ask me to name an album. Uh I would have said "Mm, I don't know I have no clue (laughs) if you played three songs by three different female artists and said which one is Taylor Swift would I have gotten it right I don't know really I mean it would depend on the song right like if it's one of her hits or something she's got a
1: million songs
3: she does indeed well now just recently well my daughter went to see Taylor Swift in concert on her Mm -hmm. opening night in Phoenix Arizona Mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool and I said hey Daphne just put together a playlist for me of of Taylor Swift songs I should know Mm -hmm. and I got so into it Mm -hmm. that i have listened to every single album multiple times i know every single song Mm -hmm. i'm almost to the point where i can sing along i'm ready to go to europe or wherever i have to go to see her in concert i'm a total swifty i am too i am
1: she is so talented oh my god some people are comparing her to shakespeare i know that just in 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 the author world as well as the music world just Mm -hmm. what she puts out is just beautiful well and not just
3: that so prolific
1: very prolific
3: i think you know her country singer roots because she started off as a country matter of fact my least favorite taylor swift albums Mm -hmm. are the country ones it's harder for me to get into them but i I still listen to i like like speak now but it's that storytelling of country music that she's really brought forward and I was listening to folklore, mm-hmm. and you know, they've got the three songs the, the Betty, the August, and the Cardigan. Okay. They, they, all three of them tell a story, but mm-hmm. one of them is Betty. Oh And so I'm listening to the song Betty And you know, like I said, I'm learning the words So the song Betty yeah. is a song from the point of view of an ex-boyfriend okay. He's cheated on his girlfriend over the summer He feels really badly about it And he's singing to his ex-girlfriend Betty mm-hmm. and wondering, if I come to your house, would you have anything to do with me? Mm-hmm. C- could you still love me? And one of the lyrics of the song, is says You heard the rumors from Inez You can't believe a word she says But this time, it's true Now, remember, (laughs) Inez Ward told Betty that Tommy was with another girl one night, and it's the Betty song.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Isn't that cool? Wow, that is cool. You know what though? Taylor Swift kept diaries. She keeps a lot of diaries. She does. Yes. That's Look a it up.
3: An even closer connection to Betty.
1: <laughs> she there's a picture, or video of her with these stacks of books behind her oh, and their no, diaries, I've seen journals, those. yeah, cuz
3: I watched the Miss Americana documentary yeah, about right. her and yeah. I, yeah, those are her like journals and songwriting yes. books and yeah, yes. she has tons of them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so we we love Swift, I, but I, I did it. have a point. I wasn't just talking about how I am now a diehard Swifty.
1: Swiftie. I'm I'm a Kelsey.
3: <laughs> hey, you know my daughter, being the VIP tour guide down yes. at Disney World, her tour stood right next to Jason Kelsey oh. and his family, mm-hmm. including Mama Kelsey, mm-hmm. who saw Daphne. My daughter has big, red, beautiful, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Complimented Daphne on her hair. Ooh. So now Daphne's one degree of separation from Taylor you Allison bet she Swift. Is. I Isn't love that neat? It.
1: Is that her middle name? Yes. Allison. Yes. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm a, <laughs> t- a Swifty. I'm a Swiftie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know everything. And then we got a really interesting email that I wanted. To read okay. from a young lady named Susie Tiernan. And she says, I'm listening to episode 32, and you mentioned Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. I thought you might enjoy this story. In 1974, my mom, Virginia, was 63. She loved listening to the radio and was very excited to win movie tickets from her favorite show, and they were To Blazing Saddles. <laughs> my mom was so thrilled to go as she had not been to a movie since the 1940s. Wow. So that's That's a long break. Her and my dad went together. When they came home, dad said, the movie was hilarious. And my mom said, I'll never go see another movie.
1: how
0: can they allow the such
3: language and antics in a movie and she never did go again uh, oh so mel wow. brooks ruined it for poor virginia that's but funny. i thought that was a great I story isn't that hilarious dad
1: loved it though yeah that's yeah too to, funny. see of
3: course that all men all men seem to love it oh
1: yeah yes it's a great movie
3: so that's our little what <laughs> things love i it. wanted to talk about our um memos yep. and now welcome to my grandma's diaries
2: This is Rachel from Belleville, Ontario, Canada. And I just love listening to my grandma's diaries every Tuesday. I just cannot wait so that I can get into the car and have my commute start so that I can start listening to the next episode. And I'm telling you, this last episode, I just loved it. And I've actually shed a little tear, I think, for Elizabeth at that last little bit when her and Jack broke up I just oh I just feel for her and I, I don't know if she's gonna end up with Jack or if it's somebody else I'm kind of rooting for Jack right now, even though he's being a little bit of a stinker. I don't know, she surely loves him, and he did say he surely loved her so anyway, thank you so much for doing these every week. I love it and I can't wait for the next episode. Bye. <music>
3: So let's recap episode 34. So Elizabeth had settled into her new telephone operator job in Poplar Bluff. So Mm -hmm. it really didn't take her long at all to establish herself there. She was going out with a younger man named Harold, Mm -hmm. who liked her so much that he cried when she said she just wanted to be friends. Poor Harold. We met Bill, who is either her next door neighbor or her next door work neighbor. And they've gone out a couple of times. But then she sent a 21st birthday present to Jack.
1: Mm -hmm. and called
3: him and wished him a happy birthday Mm -hmm. mainly because he'd written her a letter and been like hey you planning to come up to Marble Hill sometime soon and she got sucked right back into Mm -hmm. the world of Jack and it must have worked because Jack and Francis and John came to visit them in the city and he told her that he still loved her okay so now they're corresponding (laughs) again and you never know what to feel about that because these (laughs) kids are so touch and go with their love we left off in October of 1937 and Jack had told her that if she did didn't have any more than ten dates between his visit and Christmas. Right. He'd get her a Christmas present, <laughs> and then she immediately went out with Bill. So that's one. <laughs> that's one.
1: That's so she's got. And don't think nine we won't more? be counting. Right.
3: <laughs> November first, nineteen thirty-seven. Helped with the housework and wrote to Maxine and Jack this morning. Went to work at twelve and got off at four. Worked toll all afternoon. Came home and ate a big supper. A woman came by, and I bought a woven rug from her. Went to work at five and worked until nine. Bill was waiting for me, and I came home to tell the folks we were going riding. Went to Ed's and got ice cream. Okay, that's, that's two.
1: Two? No. yeah, that's two. two.
3: But for anyone who uh, is younger than us and doesn't know what a toll call is, Uh that's a long distance call. Mm -hmm. So Elizabeth is connecting to an operator in another town who connects to an operator in another town. And it's a big jump, like leapfrog. That's wild. I can't even imagine. Now you could pick up the phone and call me in France. Right. And I would go ring. Hello. Right.
1: I, I mean this is crazy in the uh, like 19 late 80s when i was in europe calling home yeah was just the biggest production oh yeah you know i was there for like three months and only got to call like twice now you know oh, yeah. you can just pick up your phone it's wild i
3: know i know isn't I it crazy it. but it used to be so expensive because when i lived there mom and dad would let me call collect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they would say okay you got 20 minutes that go was very
1: expensive yes <laughs>
3: it was it's was probably a 15 20 phone call yes but I was so lonely, and they felt sorry for me. <laughs> also wonder whatever happened to that rug.
1: Yeah, I wonder seriously. if the
3: twins remember a little woven, woven rug, rug. rug somewhere, maybe at the kitchen sink or hmm. at a bathroom sink. Hmm. You know, have hmm. to hmm. search in mm-hmm. their little memories.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: November 2nd, 1937. Mm-hmm. Today was my day off, so after helping straighten up a bit, I went to town. I got so lonesome and wanted Jack so much. Got the sweetest letter from him today. Got ready and cleaned up after dinner, and Bill came around 7.30. We went to the show. That's three. Three. Yeah. Keep count. November 3rd, 1937. It was a grand sunshine day, and we had a monstrous wash. Rested and wrote to Francis before lunch. Went to work from 12 to 4. Had a call to New York City. My sweet little Jack might come down on Saturday. So I have a little news article from November 3rd, 1937 that was in the Poplar Bluff newspaper. And it's a man who has invented a white blackboard for school. So... The traditional blackboards in American schools soon may be outmoded as hand slates if the white blackboards, like the one pictured above, prove successful. The inventor, Paul F. Bourne, has just written this message to a high school in black chalk. So there's a picture of a guy standing by what looks like a whiteboard yeah, today, right. but he had black chalk, and he writes on it, this white blackboard is dedicated to the preservation of eyesight of school students and to the creation of a more cheerful atmosphere in the classroom. Huh. So. In Instead of being green with white or yellow chalk, now it's white with black chalk. Hmm. Did you have this in your classroom? Not at all. I most certainly did not. Do you have any idea why?
1: Well, because a chalkboard is black.
3: No, it's white. It's a white blackboard with black chalk. I know,
1: but why? Mm -hmm. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, I I don't know really why. I didn't there was such a thing. Me either. But the only reason that I can think that this failed miserably, Mm -hmm. because what woman or man wants to write with black chalk? Mm-hmm. Your fingertips, your fingernails mm-hmm. would be covered mm-hmm. in this black chalk. Mm-hmm. You'd have black chalk dust all <laughs> so, over the yeah, classroom instead right. of white yeah, or yeah, the yellow. Yeah. And I think hmm. that's why it failed because I, I never saw one.
1: I've never seen anything of the such, but it looks it must mimic more of a book. White background with black words.
3: I guess maybe it is better for your eyesight. Yeah, I don't know sure. who's to I think say it would be. I mean whiteboards white, are the only way board. you do now. But yeah. even in school today, yeah. whiteboards you have all those colors of pens. So Truth. it's not like Very white true. with black ink.
1: It's not chalk anymore either. But
3: anyway, he had a good idea. He yeah. just didn't have a good execution yeah, quite yet. Like yeah. Because I wouldn't want to get those up in my fingernails. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, That'd yeah. be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> November fifth, nineteen thirty seven. Got a letter from Jack today, came home from work at nine tonight, then I'll write a letter to Jack. I told Bill last night that I wasn't going with him anymore. Well, we'll right. see about that.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, she got her. Sure. What
3: were we on, three?
1: Right, Grandma. Yeah, we're three. We're on three. Okay. November
3: 6, 1937. Cleaned out the house, and it's a good thing I did. Got two letters from Jack saying he'd be down tonight. Went to work at 12. At four, I got some sheets at Wards before coming home, went back to work until nine, took the car to meet Jack, and had to wait a half an hour. He got here a little after ten. We went riding a while before coming home. It's so nice to have him here, and it was so good to see him. It was kind of sudden. November 8th, 1937. Didn't get up until after ten. I felt so rotten this morning got a letter from Jack. He had mailed it Saturday. Ate breakfast and lunch combined, went to work at twelve, got off at four. I had to go to town and mail a letter to Jack. Didn't have time to eat much, went back at five. It was raining and dad took me. Got off at nine and came home to go to bed. I feel so badly. I have been wondering if I'm really truly in love with Jack. Sometimes yes, but sometimes no and there you have it again oh my god we're back in what's ifville <laughs> these two yeah. i don't i mean it's like separation they're more right. in love and when they get right. together they bicker right but you know hmm it's interesting it's
1: like a taylor swift song It,
3: i guess <laughs> <laughs> yes it is we are never ever ever right. getting, <laughs> yeah. well maybe yeah we we'll, we'll find out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i have an uh, and on this day mm-hmm. let me let that plane go
1: Mm-hmm. that seems louder than usual never ever she's just so good at like mm-hmm. weaving the words and the music together i know
3: isn't she? It's like it's she's a little like, elton Johnish in that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so and i just and love her i do too oh my god
1: i love her i hope she doesn't f- up
3: she, oh how could she
1: yeah yeah I don't, I don't think she would i don't either
3: i mean i don't know what she could possibly do
1: drugs and like
3: that. Oh, it's too late for that. She's yeah, 34. So she's 35 on this. So
1: yeah, she's 33, right?
3: She turned 34 last year. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. I don't think she would, because Kelsey's yeah, not I don't gonna. Think so. And yeah. he never has. They're They're clean. So yeah. I think they're good for each other. I
1: hope yeah. They, yeah. 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 Okay. But
3: anyway, on this day, November 10th of 1937, mm-hmm. Germany announced that all men born between 1893 and 1900 would be called up for medical inspection to assess their suitability to be drafted for military service.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. So that means. The youngest age would be a 37-year-old, and the oldest age would be right. whatever,
1: Nin- seven years. 18, yeah, huh.
3: No, wait.
1: 1893?
3: Seven, seven years. So anybody from 37 yeah. to 40.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. 44. It's not going to happen. It's 44. Okay, okay. But that's old. That is old.
3: For being called up into the military. Yeah, yeah. So they're even dragging up the old men now. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody
3: listening to that age, you're not really old. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Gah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hello, y'all. You're listening to My Grandma's Diary. This is Carly Cleveland in uh, Burleson, Texas. And I hope you enjoy it, because I sure do.
0: Mother's Day is around the corner.
3: November 12th, 1937. Went to work at 7 and got off at 12. Got a letter from Jack and a letter from Francis. She's coming home tomorrow. He's coming for Thanksgiving and bringing a turkey. First of all, do you show up with the turkey? I hope it's already cooked. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what I'm going to talk about okay. now. I had an On This Day, and it's really just for me, because On This Day, mm-hmm. the memoir, Out of Africa by Karen Blixen, was published. You've seen the movie... Yes, have you? Yes, it is one of my favorite movies yes. in the entire world. Absolutely. I've probably seen it five thousand times, mm-hmm. and I love it. And when I saw that on this day, I'm like, you know, I've never read it though. Mm-hmm. I just saw the movie. I'm like, oh, this will be a great book. And I got it at the library, and I'm like halfway through it, and I, just, I'm like, oh, really, I, I hate it.
1: You hate it. It's oh, not. Wow. No,
3: it's, it's literally so far an account of her living in Africa and the people she met and the diplomacy that she had to deal with yeah. amongst the different African tribes, uh, you know, Kikuyu and the uh, Maasai. And I, I'm like, I could...
1: No. Pff, no. Yeah, no. I
3: hate it. There's She doesn't mention her husband yet hmm. at all. So hmm. how do we even know how she got to Africa? Hmm. It's like she assumes we all know. She does mention at one point, like her good friend Dennis Fitch Hatton, who's mm-hmm. Robert Redford in the movie. Mm-hmm. But there's no... So it's like someone hmm. took this memoir and was like mm-hmm. and her biography and combined them mm-hmm. to make that beautiful gorgeous sweepingly lovely mm-hmm. movie but i'm just bored out of my mind probably not gonna finish it
1: that was meryl streep right yeah yeah she and robert
3: redford. redford oh
1: mm-hmm. god it was so good that was a good movie it was a and hit back then Oh yes, it it was. I think it came out in
3: '88. Yeah, like around
1: Chariots of Fire.
3: Yeah, Yeah, around that time, Mm -hmm. because I lived in Europe before it, you know, Mm -hmm. after it had come out, and we didn't have a TV, we Mm -hmm. would just rent movies, Mm -hmm. and I would just, I'd probably pick it up once a week Mm -hmm. because I just, you know, there was no TV, so there was no back. It was either music or like just I needed background noise. Uh Like when I cleaned the house, I would just play a movie in the background, and sure, why not? I'd seen it a million times. I could look over and know what was happening. Love it. Anyway, yeah, it's weird. November 16th, 1937. It snowed this morning and was so pretty, but it melted before it was too wet. Got a sweet long letter from Jack. Zelda called and said she'd work for me some on Thanksgiving. Mrs. Young said it was okay. Bill called and asked me to go to the show tonight. I rested this afternoon. Bill met me after work and brought me home. Got ready and we went to see the show. Okay, that's 4. I
1: was going to say is it it the same person can be like number 3 and number 4. It doesn't well, it have to be 10 different men.
3: Oh, right. Of course. It can just be 10 <laughs> okay, so that's Or maybe ten. that maybe that's what she was thinking. Well, it's just one guy. It's
1: one guy, so he he I meant can ten date guys. him five times. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. It could be. But yeah, that's 4. <laughs> that's 4. Right after four. she has said, "I'm not sure if I'm still in love with Jack." Right. So now she's like, "Well, I told <laughs> she just told Bill she wasn't going to see him anymore." <laughs> that's crazy. And now they're going to
1: the show. Yeah. Wow.
3: Okay, anyway, but that's four. Hmm. November 18th, 1937. Had a letter from Jack and Francis at noon. After dinner, I helped with the dishes, wrote to Francis, and finished my letter to Jack. Helen, mother, and I went to town. Mother had to do so much shopping, so I came home and brought the car. Went to work at four, got off at seven, and Bill was waiting for me and brought me candy. Came over... Went to cater's, had lots of fun, and danced lots. Bill and I get better all the time. It rained, snowed, and sleeted tonight, but we went riding in all of it. Oh, Lord. That's Fine. a that's a nice little entry. Yeah, though. that is. He brought her candy. They're yeah. getting better and better. They're dancing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Rain, snow, or sleet. They're like the mailman. They're going <laughs> right, riding. <laughs> right. And that's five.
1: And that's five. Yes. Yeah.
3: November 20th, 1937. Had a good little letter from Jack this afternoon, was writing to Francis, Harold came by, Leonard took us riding a while. I intended to write to Jack tonight. I can hardly wait to see him next week. He sent a check for me to get a turkey for Thanksgiving. Bless his heart. All right, now she's just excited to see Jack. But, okay, he's not
1: showing up with the turkey. I was going to say, I thought he brought a turkey.
3: Well, he's going to bring a turkey, but he sent a check so that she could go buy it and ah, cook it. I gotcha. Which is like, here's a gift. Well,
1: yeah, a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's funny because when I was writing this and I thought about it, you know, at the end of Christmas Carol?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: When Scrooge goes to the window and he calls to the boy and he's like, go get the finest goose yeah. and deliver it to the Cratchits? Mm-hmm. Um, it's already Christmas day. She, they're not having goose that day. I mean, why doesn't he has servants in the house? Hmm. I'm like, how about get the dinner you were going to make me and take it down to the Mm -hmm. Cratchit house. Hmm. It's like he, it's like, it's like when you go to a dinner party and you bring a woman flowers, Mm -hmm. you haven't really brought her a gift. Mm -hmm. You've brought her a job. Because now she has to, to take the flowers in, and cut in, them. and put. Right. Them she can't just throw them in the sink. That'd be so rude, right? Yeah. So you bring flowers already innovate.
1: Yes. 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 That's
3: how you do it. Yes. And this is how I feel about him sending a check. Oh, here, Elizabeth, go buy a turkey and cook. It. I can't wait to eat it. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I love it. You, you cook it.
3: Yep. Yes. But such were the days back yeah. then. So what do you do?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah. The other thing that worked my nerve about Christmas Carol all the well, time while we're on the subject. Yeah. Is that when the ghost, when Jacob Marley comes mm-hmm. to visit Scrooge, he says he'll be visited every night yeah. when the clock strikes a certain yeah. time. But, but they all Christmas come in Eve. one night. Yeah. And
1: he says that? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Because really? really? I just did the play.
1: You just busted, um, uh, who wrote that? Charles, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. You just busted Charles Dickens. I sure did. Mm-hmm.
3: But Scrooge does say, oh, they did it all in one night. I'm like, well, then Jacob Barley was wrong.
1: Yeah. So was this obviously. just all a
3: fever dream?
1: Perceptive, yeah.
3: Yeah. So that works my nerve, <laughs> but it's okay. November 23rd, 1937. Had to get up at five to get to work at six. Boy, it was tough. Came home at 10, went back at 11 and got off at three and was so tired. Mrs. Jones was here, wrote to Jack. Bill called and asked me to go to the show. Got ready, and he came by. Got Eddie, and decided not to go to the show, but just went driving. Went to Cater's. Bill and I talked a long time in front of the house.
1: So is that two? That's six. In one entry? Because <clears throat> we what have Eddie mean? and Bill.
3: Oh, no, they just got Eddie. Eddie, Bill. Oh, gotcha. Eddie was third oh, I gotcha.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's six? That's six.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. But here, this Slow is down, also Grandma. two days before Thanksgiving. Jack is coming on Thanksgiving. Wow. He sent money for a turkey. jeez
1: Yeah, well... Uh, She's mm -hmm. just making sure. It's a universal story of every girl. uh,
3: uh, Well, yes, especially your sweet, sweet grandma. That's right. (laughs) November 25th, 1937. Thanksgiving! And I do have a lot to be thankful for. After I got home from work, we had our grand old dinner. Had the best turkey that Jack had gotten for us. Did the dishes and got cleaned up. We all went to the football game. Jack and I went riding parked at the fairgrounds, and picked up a bag of nuts for Francis. He wants to marry in March or April. Bill called after we came home. Francis, Jack, and I went to the show. Now, because I have a newspaper now, I have the Poplar Bluff, Bluff, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. We have a little mention of this in the paper. It says, Miss Frances Hartzell, who is employed at Marble Hill, is spending a few days with her parents, Mr. and Mrs. Louis Hartzell. So it's in the paper Thanksgiving week. Isn't that cute? Yeah, Yeah, they're making the social section now, which is neat. I wonder who Bess has made friends with who Mm -hmm. has like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'll tell the paper Mm -hmm. that your daughter's here Mm because that's a big city. I think that was really sweet to finally see a social column again with names I knew in it. Right. But March, he wants her to marry in March.
1: Yeah, and it's November.
3: Yeah, that's quick.
1: Wow. She better tell Bill, right? I mean, where's the ring? Decide.
3: Has he asked the parents, do you even do that back then? Yeah. I don't know. But he's visiting. I guess she went and bought sheets. Mm -hmm. I imagine he's sleeping on the couch and she makes up the couch with sheets for him. I was wondering. I don't know where else he would stay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, um, yeah. November 26, 1937. Jack left this morning on a 7.30 bus. I had changed hours, so I didn't have to go to work until 12. The females sat around and picked out nuts for Francis. My cold is beginning to get worse, and I feel so bad. Didn't feel like eating supper. Came home at 9 and went to bed. I feel so terrible. Jack had plans on our wedding in March, and I don't know whether I'd be ready to marry or not. I do love him lots. Hmm. I wonder what's making her nervous about
1: marriage. Yeah, marriage. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, she loves him.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I, she's still second guessing herself. Yeah, she's. Yeah. And and then she's manifested another cold.
1: I bet remember? she did it, manifest yeah. a lot of her sicknesses. I'll bet you're yes. right. Yes, yeah. I mean, yes,
3: that's, that's more evidence yeah. of it. And yeah, right. all the past when she would have those headaches yeah. or whatever. It was yeah, she doing it was bless her heart. <laughs> yeah. November twenty seventh, nineteen thirty seven, changed hours again, so I didn't go to work until twelve. Just lay around all morning because I feel so awful. Didn't think I'd make it to four, but I did, and came home and ate a lonely supper. Went back at 5. Francis and Mother met me at 9. I hated it so much when Bill called and Jack was here the other day, but he said he didn't care. I wonder which one said he didn't care. I guess Jack. I think Bill. You do?
1: Bill. Yeah. I I hated it so much when Bill called and Jack. Jack
3: was here, but he said he didn't care. I think it was Jack. You do? Yeah.
1: I don't. Because hmm. Jack wouldn't have known that Build was there. Oh, or You know what I mean?
3: That, yeah, that could be true. She could have been like, oh, hi, Phoebe. Right. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: I'll call you later. Yeah. Mm. There's an interesting mm. on this day mm. that I saw in the newspaper. Yeah. Okay. On November 7th of 1937, mm-hmm. a woman named Anne Marie Hahn is on trial Mm -hmm. she was a serial killer Mm -hmm. in the 1930s she would poison older men and Mm -hmm. steal from them she had immigrated to america and was living in i think the illinois area and she finally gets caught and this is such a big deal but Mm -hmm. this this is how justice worked back in those days Mm -hmm. on november 1st of 1937 Mm -hmm. she takes the stand
2: mom deserves better than a drugstore card
3: the first time for her trial. On November 6th, she's found guilty. And then on November 27th of this year, she's executed.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
3: So you better be wow. right.
1: <laughs> you better be right.
3: I mean, she should have like, I hope she confessed and brought photos because dang,
1: it's, it's it, be-
3: in one month she testified, was guilty mm, and murdered.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well.
3: I mean, what else are you going to call it's it? It's
1: a serial killer, I guess. You yeah. Know? So. I mean, a female serial killer. At that. I don't know.
3: We've all seen Chicago. Did they have yeah. it coming? Yeah, they had it
1: coming. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we don't know. Maybe yeah. she's doing every other woman a favor.
1: <laughs> exactly. Could be.
3: We don't know. She could be the Dexter of the 1930s. Yes, that's right. right? I love it. Yeah. November 30th, 1937. Went to work at six again this morning. Gee, it's hard to get up so early. Went by the beauty parlor after work and Gladys combed my hair again. Bill called before six and said we'd go somewhere with Eddie. Got ready early and sat around while he came. It was after eleven when I got home. I meant to be early. Okay, that's seven.
1: (laughs) Yes, Bill.
3: And December is about right around the corner. I don't know if she's going to make it. Yeah. Um, But I guess maybe bringing Eddie along Uh, means it's not a date to her. Oh, perhaps
1: that does. Maybe that's like a a
3: chaperone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. She was out till after 11.
1: Yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. okay. All right, girl.
3: What's she doing? Going down to caterers and dancing. Okay. December 3rd, 1937. My day off, and I was glad to get it. This morning, I helped with the housework. I got a letter from Grace, but not one from Jack. He's awfully busy now. After dinner, I cleaned up and went to town, did a lot of window shopping. Everything is all decorated for Christmas and looks so pretty. I got a new rust woolen dress at O'Hare's, looked for a robe at O'Neill's for Jack. After supper, I wrote to him and popped corn." Now, December 3rd, 1937 was mm-hmm. the perfect day for her to go downtown because that was the night of the window competition in Poplar Bluff. Oh. So all of the town's Christmas decorations were up oh. and probably everybody was in town to mm-hmm. see them. I saw a little article in the paper that said members of the Junior Chamber of Commerce have raised approximately $400 in their campaign to finance the Christmas street lights and, and decorating. So that's 400 bucks? That's a lot of money. That had to be beautiful. Yeah, right. So I just picture in my head the little town and It's a Wonderful Life and he's running down the street. Yeah. Oh, I've gotten so many people messaging me that I have to watch White Christmas
1: <laughs> oh really yeah, that's funny yet
3: not yeah. one person has said I have to watch Blazing Saddles
1: oh well there. but
3: everyone is standing up for the White Christmas yeah so I, I'll have to Saddles. do it I'll have to f- I'll have to film me doing it like Mystery Science yes. Theater 3000 yes, do that that's and we funny. can put it on YouTube
1: yeah.
3: yes <laughs> Actually, it was not a bad idea
1: that's not a bad idea
3: December 4th 1937 went to work at 6 I thought I would have a letter from Jack but I didn't had one from Claire, went back to work at 11, added more to the letter I had written to Jack, and listened to several radio programs. Time for a good night's sleep. So that's two days of no letter mm-hmm. from Jack.
1: Mm-hmm. Again,
3: it's December. I'm sure he's busy at the store, mm-hmm. but that's worrying knowing their past. Yeah, she's, all, yeah. <laughs> she's probably like, um, I need to get on a bus right now and see what he's doing. <laughs> Did
1: do, do they put the letters on the bus? I can't remember. I know we've talked about how do the letters get there? Mail?
3: I, mean, uh, I, you know, the bus is a good idea.
1: I think, yeah,
3: that would make sense that while they're going that way, they would take it instead because of having a dedicated like mail truck. Or maybe they other, had a dedicated mail truck.
1: But I think Jack may have not necessarily mailed these because they're coming at a fast pace. These letters, mm. like every few days, so there must be some sort of underground way to get them. I'm sure every from, day
3: there's mail going back and forth. That's true. Even it wasn't, here, it's like
1: thirty miles, something. It's a
3: two-hour drive. Oh. But, okay. like, even when I was in high school, a letter to Columbia yeah. would get there in a day, it, maybe okay. two.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe it was know. normal.
3: I bet, you know, yeah. It, nothing yeah. else to do. Letters were so important.
1: Exactly. So it's probably
3: like, we'll send it on the morning bus. We'll send it on the evening yeah. bus. We pick it up. I mean, I bet that happens oh. a lot. When you think about mail Mm -hmm. and how one letter gets sorted and placed Mm -hmm. and sent and flown or Mm -hmm. bust, I mean, mail, Mm -hmm. that's
1: tricky. It's very tricky. When I think about the Amazon
3: warehouse, I kind of think about the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. Mm -hmm. And I just think you could probably just get lost in there. How do Mm -hmm. they know Mm -hmm. to grab that right thing off the shelf? I I mean, what a job. Crazy. December 6, 1937. Gee, it was really cold when I had to get up this morning. Got there at 6. Came home at 10 and had dinner. Finally got a letter from Jack. The sweet thing. December 7th, 1937. The schedules changed again and I didn't have to work until 8. Walked with Bill. Got a letter from Jack. After dinner I finished the one I started last night. Rested a while and went to town. Came home and helped with supper. Gee, it's really cold, and I feel awfully badly to go to work at 6.30. Oh, well, it's the life of an operator. Wish I could see sweet Jack. Okay, now mm-hmm. she walked with Bill, right? Mm-hmm. If that had been Tommy Bird, that would be a date, and this mm-hmm. is 8. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting closer. Oh, close. mm. December 9th, 1937. Worked from 8 till 12 this morning. Got a letter from Jenny and Helen. Got a newsy one from Francis. Bill came to get Dad's shirt to be cleaned and asked me to get off tomorrow night. Asked Edith about it. She's going to work tomorrow morning. Mother and I went to the show. Mm -hmm. So I have a little On This Day. On December 11th of 1937... Mm -hmm. Italy quit the League of Nations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then the ocean liner, President Hoover, ran aground at Tashitou off of Taiwan, and the 503 passengers would be evacuated, and the ship was declared a total loss. Wow. And I just like Yikes. to read that because I don't like President Hoover.
1: Yeah, his <laughs> ship crashed. And
3: his ship the crashed. Ship sank. And it was a declared a total loss, much like Him. his
1: presidency. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: December 12th, 1937. Had to go to work at 7. Thought I had to work until 12, but my schedule changed again. So I came home at 11 and went back at 12. Had a letter from Francis. Worked toll all day, so it passed more quickly. Got off at 4, and the folks brought me home. Wrote to Jack. Bill called and came up about 7.30. We got ready and went to the Baptist church. I told Bill i was going to get married to jack
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay mm-hmm.
3: so that would have been what nine nine yes yeah. so <laughs> maybe she was close. like oh shoot
1: <laughs> i'm at nine i better slow down so i wonder if
3: bill is like yeah that's what you said last month yeah right and i'll see you next week yeah, Betty. Right. yeah
1: seriously <laughs>
3: went and bought her some more candy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> december 16th 1937 Dad, Leon, and I left at 12.30 for Marble Hill, got up in an hour and a half, went to see Jack, and he was so surprised, went to see Francis, and then Jack took me to Claire's and to see his mother. She's been sick. Went back to town and saw Francis, left at four, and got home at 5.30. After supper, I went to work at 6.30, and Dad came after 10.30. Oh, okay. So we have mm-hmm. another on this day news. Mm-hmm. And again, this one is kind of just for me. <laughs> but on December 19th of 1937, mm-hmm. English author J.R.R. R. Tolkien wrote to C.A. Firth of Allen and Unwid, the firm that had published his novel, The Hobbit. And he said in his letter, I have written the first chapter of a new story about hobbits mm-hmm. called A Long Expected Party. Merry Christmas. And that is the first chapter. Of the Lord of the Rings. Ah, wow! Oh, cool! Gosh! Wow! And it's that's you know, very cool. You always hear that, like the Lord of the Rings is based on World War One. Uh huh especially because at the end the eagles kind of come and save the day and uh-huh. that's the americans mm-hmm. and there's lots of symbolism in it which i think is super cool so of course he'll be writing this through world war that's ii wild. right and i want i'm sure that has a right. lot of influence on him as well and i love the lord of the rings mm-hmm. i am like mm-hmm. i'm not as obsessed as stephen colbert
2: yeah he is <laughs> yes yes
3: and half he the time i'm it. like what say things like what's her name mm-hmm. um right. but god i love the lord of the rings December 24th, 1937. Changed hours with Shorty and didn't have to go to work this morning. We cleaned up the house good. Dean, Leon, and I decorated with red and green paper strings. Went to work at 12, went to the beauty parlor and had them comb out my hair. Jack and Francis came after six. So what I think about this being a big deal is that Jack is spending his Christmas with elizabeth's family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if he ain't marrying her Mm -hmm. after this then we'll just all have to hunt him down and string him up by his toes like that little girl on the playground in marble hill what's her name joanne
1: schreiner yes (laughs) we would totally joanne schreiner him if he doesn't
3: (laughs) (laughs) but uh but i i just think that's so sweet that he's Uh coming down to visit and this is one of the first times we've heard about them decorating in a while yeah true maybe because jack is coming and they want to make it Mm -hmm. super special which is cute December 25th, 1937 I believe this was the happiest Christmas I've ever had. We were all together and well. Got gloves, handkerchiefs and a shirt from Mother and Dad, hankies from Leon, darling earbuds from Francis, teapot from Dean and stationery from Helen. We fooled around and after dinner at 12 went riding, played games with Jack and went to the show. Jack and I went out a little while and then talked at home.
1: That's sweet. That's it's, so sweet. It's a wonderful entry. Yeah.
3: One of my favorite ones. Yeah. Except Jack didn't give her
1: anything. I was going to say. Why did she with that? say? He gave her money for the turkey. Oh no, that was Thanksgiving. That was
3: Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she kept that private. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. On this day, George the mm-hmm. sixth of England delivered the first royal Christmas message. Well, his first uh-huh. one. Remember, he was the stutterer, oh, so that right. had to be very hard for him. And sure. it was the shortest royal message to but date. It was. <laughs> no doubt. It's probably like Merry Christmas Merry and goodbye. Christmas. Yes,
1: goodbye. There you go.
3: Bless his heart, though. Yeah. It's hard to have a stutter. My, my yeah. son Aiden has one, mm-hmm. and every once in a while, he'll trip up mm-hmm. a little when he's talking. Joe Biden has one, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to, to deal it with, does. especially when you do as much speaking to people yes. as my son yes. and Joe Biden. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. December 27th, 1937. Jack and Francis went home on the 730 bus this morning, and then I went to work at eight. After supper, I called Bill and thanked him for the perfume he gave me for Christmas, He asked me for a date tomorrow night. Wrote to Jack. Vivian came up to see me.
1: Uh, okay. Uh,
3: okay, so we know what Bill gave her. Yeah. And he asked, she doesn't say she said no. I know. Yeah. All right, let's find out what happens. Okay. December 28th, 1937. When I got off work at five today, I went to town and got Frances a card and a present for her birthday. Got myself a white sweater. Came home and got myself ready bill came and we went to cater's talked to eddie had ice cream talked most of the time and rode some Mm -hmm. okay that's 10 Mm -hmm. but it's after christmas so maybe the the ticker (laughs) restarts yeah (laughs) funny so he so she specifically says he asked me for a date right and she went yeah what
1: all right well, and he
3: gave her perfume for Christmas. Hmm. So, so either she's really leading him she's on or she really him. doesn't know
1: what she wants to do. I think it might be she doesn't know. But then again, you read the previous entry. Uh, she was in love with that Jack guy. I know. Yeah.
3: And then here's, but she's not letting go of Bill.
1: The Bill guy's still around. We'll see.
3: Yeah, yeah we'll see. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: December 30th, 1937. Little Frances is 24 years old today. I hope she got our package today. I changed hours with Edith, so I worked from 8 until 12. After dinner, I helped with the dishes and rested. Helen and I went to the show. It was pretty good. Wrote to Jack before supper. Went back to work and got off at 10.30. I'm so tired. I think I'll call Jack and wish him a Happy New Year's. Mm Mm-hmm. So Jack's the one on her mind mm-hmm. as we're wrapping up uh, 1937. And she doesn't do anything on New Year's Eve. She doesn't go that's out with so Bill. Weird. She what? just cleans the house.
1: Was that maybe just not a thing back then?
3: Well, no, she no, actually ends up. it was a up, thing. It was, yes, yeah. no, She ended up going to a midnight movie. Oh. So that had to be kind of fun. She doesn't uh-huh. say who she went with. Uh-huh. I think she went with a family. But she didn't go out with Bill. So she mm-hmm. spent her New Year's Eve alone. And that's the end of 1937. Yeah. So that's where we're wrapping mm-hmm. up today. This one was a little shorter than usual. But guys, if you want to see photos of all the things that Mark and I have collected, go to our Patreon at $5 a month. Not only do you get all the accompanying photos that go with our podcast, but you also can listen to this podcast ad-free. It's super easy to do. We give you the instructions on how to download it onto your own RSS feed. So all you have to do is open up your Apple Podcasts or Spotify every Tuesday, and even the Patreon one will populate in there for you. And you can listen on your own little device Mm -hmm. but we are so grateful for all of our patreoners Mm -hmm. and now that we've started this ad free Mm -hmm. episodes we've gotten a lot more of you following and we are so grateful oh my gosh you have no idea so keep up the good work all you guys yep. I'm loving all your voice memos I know I saw some people in the comments I had not played theirs I'm getting to it I promise you I have found them all And if you want to send us just a message About how much you love the podcast Or what you think about this Bill and Jack situation <laughs> Well leave us a little voice memo On Facebook or Instagram mm. And we'll add your lovely voice to the podcast mm. as well Yeah that's all I got this week I love it that any- was good
1: No. Um, We're, no all I good? Can't think- We're all good What's yeah. your
3: favorite Taylor Swift song?
1: Oh. Do you know? Um, I'm like you. I don't necessarily know the names of all the songs. Uh-huh. I hum love Karma. Um, oh, yes. You know, I just love watching her on stage. I know all She's the just TikToks. So, yes, all the TikToks. The She's sets. in Tokyo today.
3: Yes. Well, you know, that's the and whole the, thing. Yeah, right. Can yeah, she back get here. back to yeah. The, yeah. For the Super Bowl? <laughs> Have you seen a match it up with the, um, the West Wing? No. Because there's something that happens in the West Wing where they're like, what time is it in Tokyo? Yeah, uh, like, like, I love <laughs> it.
1: I love it. <laughs>
3: and they're all like plotting, you know, how can we get something to Tokyo? It's, and we're trying to get her back from Tokyo. It's
1: Taylor Swift's world and we're just living in it right She's now. She's got her own
3: plane. She can go wherever the heck she wants. I don't I-
1: see how she does it. I just don't see how she stays in Normal. She seems oh, like she a doesn't. normal
3: human she, being. She she has a sing a song called um, "Too Big to Hang Out," uh-huh. and it's really about her friends going out and doing things, and they and can't invite can't. her because it hate changes that. the dynamic of everything. Oh, totally, it becomes an event.
1: I would hate to be her. I, it, I love her. But I know. I would, Isn't it, it awful? Would just be a well. Nightmare. That's why.
3: Apparently, that's why she and Joe Alwyn broke up because he, he wanted to keep her down.
1: Keep her down. I mean,
3: he didn't want her Keep to. Her be, he, he. They went closed. No, they they kind of met, and then the pandemic happened. No, and he liked their little quiet life. Mm-hmm. But now you can't go anywhere without eighty million people following her around. Amazing. and I think it was too much for him. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. why she couldn't sustain that relationship. Well, that's why Travis One thing Kelsey's to, perfect. He's perfect because he's used to it too. Right. He can't go anywhere either. Yeah. So yeah, but, yeah, but. but where do you go on vacation a nightmare you, you have to have, like go your, your own, own island. private <laughs> island <laughs> yeah. but where's the fun in that then you I don't get agree. to go shopping and see the culture and i agree i i know anyway this was the taylor this was <laughs> this was my grandma's diaries taylor's taylor version <laughs>
1: <laughs> well she wrote betty so
3: i think i'm gonna call this episode taylor's version what well, that'd be good true. i'll call it betty do it taylor's Betty's. version yes Oh, yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all already
1: and noticed. Inez. Was it Inez? It was Inez. She yeah.
3: says it Inez in the okay. song because it just—I guess it sounds better—but yeah. it's spelled Inez. Hmm. So I thought that was crazy. Y-
1: you never know who's watching our Facebooks and following our uh, podcast. It could be Taylor Swift. I'm, following sh- us. I, you know what? I wouldn't doubt it.
3: Doctor Taylor Allison Swift. We love you.
1: Is she a doctor?
3: She has an honorary PhD in psychology. It. Oh, good. I can't remember who gave it to her. What to
1: go to her for therapy?
3: You just listen to an album It's all there Yeah, really Okay, y'all We'll see you next Tuesday We'll talk about another pop star See ya
1: Bye. Bye. Bye
2: Hi, this is Rosie from Detroit, Michigan And you're listening to My Grandma's Diaries